Hi, uh, Tom Tyholtz here. Uh, my uh, just published book is Being There, Journalism from 1978 to 2000, which uh, features among its contents several uh, interviews and uh, articles I did about Jerzy Kaczynski, the novelist uh, most famously of Being There and The Painted Bird. And uh, I'm speaking with Jerome Charon. Is it Charon? Yes. Yes. Who who has a novel uh, inspired by Jersey Kaczynski? Yes, it, it's it's called Jersey, and uh, um, it's it's about the life of of Jerzy Kaczynski, and it will be published uh, in in March. And um, though I didn't know him very well, um, there was something about. Um, his story that was quite poignant to me, and I needed to find a way, you know, to formulate the novel, to find the music for the novel. So I told it from several points of view. Um, and what I thought was really compelling was that what you tried, to do, and I think I believe you do achieve in the novel, is to provide a compelling reason both intellectually but also emotionally for how Jerzy Kaczynski could have written The Painted Bird. Yes, uh, I, I consider two, two of his novels, uh, The Painted Bird and The Steps, uh, as masterpieces, as extraordinary works. And, um, of course, he, he was uh, an enigma throughout his entire life, and yet... Um, the brilliance was there, the strangeness was there, the uh, the aura was there, and I, I tried to understand how did this man who became uh, such a strange public figure, you know, pull these novels out of himself, and um, particularly, I mean, The Painted Bird is, is unlike any other novel, and so is Steps, because they really tell you, um, or f they really tell you what the impossible life that he had, even more so after the war. I mean, we have very few pictures of what it was like in one of these communist regimes, how, how one could survive. And he gives us a wonderful image of how sinister these regimes were. And, and Steps is actually my favorite of his novels. Oh, good. Um, so then we're, we're, we're in sync. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, um, I, was, I mean, I loved The Painted Birds. I'm not taking anything away from it, but Steps, to me, was even more original in that uh, he took you through the life of... of what it meant, this non-life, this buried life, what it meant to be buried alive in one of these horrible regimes where it was impossible to survive with any kind of inner inner life. And uh, Though, interestingly enough, Kaczynski regarded Steps um, as his American novel in some ways, because it really, for him, it sort of you know, was where he confronted his early oh, first yeah, no, encounters. I, I, I with understand the that. I, I understand that. I, I mean that it was, quote, his American novel, but it, it revealed, I mean, w we can understand the horrors 
that he went through, even though he fabulated so much of, of the painted bird, but that is both strange and familiar, whereas Steps is utterly unique. I, I mean, you have to go back to Kafka to get anything that's in any way similar to what uh, uh, he was able to do in that book. So uh, when I read it, I, I, I was completely overwhelmed. Yeah. Now, uh, you have, uh, in your recent work, uh, taken on several uh, historical um, writer figures such as Emily Dickinson. Right. Um, uh, uh, what, uh, what sort of intrigues you to do that, and isn't it daunting and overwhelming to try and, you know, enter well, their world? Yes, I mean, with Emma, I, I, I absolutely admire her poetry, and and people would say to me, how how dare you write a book in Emily Dickinson's voice? But you see, that was the way I wanted to do it. I, I never use Kaczynski's voice, and he's not one of the narrators. So so you see, that, that was a completely different kind of experience. I was able to find Emily Dickinson's music uh, in her letters, and I was able to, to, to sustain it as best I could. And I absolutely admire her. And not only that, I've written another book on Emily Dickinson called The Loaded Gun, trying to understand what it must have been like to be a woman in, in her own time. And I, I was fascinated by uh, your, your, your interviews with him because, um, he seems much more articulate than I would have imagined, even though I, I'm sure he was articulate. But of course, he's telling a lot of lies. I'm sure you're aware of that. Yes, but you know, the thing about Kaczynski was that in person, he was both uh, sort of more handsome looking than the angular uh, bird-like figure in his author photos. Right. Um, and he was much, much, much more charming than the kind of brutal uh, aspects of his work. And he really did see himself as a sort of performing for his dinner among all these people like Henry Kissinger and, you know, whoever. Right. So he was, you know, the most charming and entertaining and seductive person you could you know, be lucky enough to have lunch with. Well, that was one side of his persona. I remember that, uh, you know, I, I knew him through Penn, and uh -huh. he was a magnificent president of Penn, but I wanted to publish, you know, I, I, was, I was working on a magazine called Fiction at the time, and I wanted to publish, you know, um, the beginnings of one of his novels, and I called him, and he behaved like a Gestapo agent. How did you get to really? work? Really? I mean, uh, how dare because you? Because he was such know, a control freak. Well, he it, it was it, it it was very perverse. Because I said, look, I absolutely adore this, and and I, I'd love to publish it. And he began to grill me. Where did you get this work? You have no rights to it, et cetera, et cetera. So, I found him very strange indeed. And of course, in the interview, when he says that um, 
he wanted Peter Sellers from the very beginning uh, to play a chance. That's not true. If you read right. the biography, I mean, it took Sellers many, many years, as I indicated in, in the novel, and that's, that, that is one of the things that's completely factual. Uh, he didn't want uh, Peter Sellers at all. So you see, um, he, he, he was charming and, and very powerful in his presence, but many of the things he says just aren't true. No, no, and in fact, uh, uh, um, Philip Roth, who was, who was quite friendly with him, said, you know, Jersey is his best creation. Right, yes, yes. I can he, imagine Philip Roth saying that, but, but of course, I mean, it, it, not only is he, is he his best creation, but he's his best recreation, because he recreates himself... Um, so many times, and um, but what I find sad, I mean, if you look at a novel like Being There, it's really an outline for a movie script. More than I don't know how you feel. I'm just giving you my own feelings. I, yeah, I, of I course. Expect, I don't expect you to agree with me, but uh, and I did. Um, I, I was living in France at the time, and I wanted to. Uh, republished some of his novels, you know, in French translation for a small Swiss publisher, and I think we did uh, The Painted Bird and Steps, um, and of course I reread, you know, all of his books, and I found that after those two, I mean, he was basically repeating himself. He was sort of marching. He almost had nowhere to go. He really told his, I mean, again, I, this is only my, 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 uh, right. Well, my you know, I mean, he was doing variations. It was like episodes of a TV show. You yeah, know, it was, but it was, a, but it was a TV show and steps is not a TV show. And I right. use the painted bird, you know, right. And so being there, I mean, owes a great debt to, um, and I'm blanking on the name of the, of the Polish well-known Polish work, which was, also made into uh, yes. um, Nicodem something. I yes. can't even remember. Right. It was made into yes. a film. Yes. But but um, but really I can matter, completely really. right. I can completely see why Kaczynski uh, looked upon that story and said, "I understand the complete American version of it." Yeah. No. Look, we all borrow. I mean, uh, you know. All writers borrow, so I I I I uh, I've read uh, you know the Painted Bird um, many times, and, and if you recall, the last chapter of my novel is a really restructuring of yep. what it might have been like uh, when he was a child during the war, and it's not terribly different from a Painted Bird. It's not as phantasmagoric but but it was perverse and difficult and horrendous you know um the way and as i said lived. what you did makes a certain both intellectual and emotional sense yeah that's I mean, an I explanation had a, i had to find a way to get into the narrative and i knew that dealing with his voice would only be one mask upon another mask, so I decided to use other masks. 
Well, and, in de- and in deciding to uh, write uh, sort of around Jersey, um, were you concerned by how much he seems to have sort of fallen off the cliff and not be, you know, as, you know, his work not as part of the conversation as it was even, you know, five or ten years ago? Well, I, I, I was, I'm, I'm hoping uh, that that this novel might revive the reputation and I'm, I'm hoping to work with uh, the, the publisher of his books, Grove Press, uh, to have some kind of conference or, 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 or talk about Kaczynski. I think this invariably happens after a writer's death. There is a kind of decline and then you know, what we forget is that Scott Fitzgerald was completely forgotten, not only after his death, but in his lifetime. Uh, and it was yeah. only Edmund Wilson who sort of brought him back. And now, and, you know, he's, he's an absolute and Ka- classic. Kaczynski kind of messed up his both his death and then his estate, and then Kiki died, his, his uh, wife. Right. And... Uh, uh, it kind of left it very difficult. Um, I tried to do something on the occasion of the 50th anniversary of The Painted Bird, and there was kind of no one to speak to. You know, I had an artist out here who wanted to do a suite of illustrations. What we're going to do is that we're going to have a filming of being there uh, in a small, you know, in a small theater, and uh-huh. I'll, I'll present it, and I'll talk about it, as I say, maybe have, a, you know, a conversation around him. Uh, I mean, as far as, I, I think he still exists in the memory, of course, it's clouded by, by the whole question of plagiarism, and um, so it's difficult to say what really happened, but certainly if you look at it, again, I'm only giving you my point of view. Um, the Hermit of 69th Street, I mean, is an unreadable yeah. book. Yes. So um, whether people love it or not, I mean, um, so he went astray in some sense. I mean, the public figure completely ate up the private, wild, you know, author, It seemed, it seems to me. Yes. So um, it's not as if his work got better. It got, you know, it got worse. But those two books are, are you know, will remain with us. And um, maybe I will get a chance um, uh, to write about them again. Uh, you know, I'll have to see what happens with the reception of the novel because I would like to write about Steps, for example. It's it's mm-hmm. such an unusual book. I mean, it, it, when I read that, I I, uh, I I was completely broken. You know, yeah. it, it, there was no place to go. I mean, you feel that way when you read Kafka. You know. Yeah, yeah. There, no, no, I you know, Kiki organized the Kaczynski conference in '95 in Łódź, Poland just after yeah. communism fell, where I uh, uh, was on a panel or spoke. Right. And uh, it was quite uh, amazing to see the uh, interest and affection for him 
uh, in a country where his works had been banned for so many years. I know, and he became a great hero in Poland, and uh, um, and um, and and this book uh, was was published in Poland. I mean, Jerzy, my my book was published in Poland. Oh, also. great! Um, but um, it it uh, yeah, you know, Tom, things <laughs> we have to admit that everything is unfair. You know, uh, so being unfair, uh, you either have luck or you don't have luck. And it seemed to me that he didn't have his Edmund Wilson uh, to bring him back. And even though I'm not Edmund Wilson, I'm not pretending to be, I am hoping that this novel uh, will bring back some attention to his work. And, yes, as uh, I do with my my interviews yes. and and yes, was there anything in the interviews that uh surprised you or that was uh that you didn't know about him what i was surprised by uh, by two things uh how well read he was i mean not that i would have thought yeah. him to be otherwise but he was extremely well read and also so articulate i didn't expect him to be that articulate uh, in English, so uh, I was uh, pleasantly surprised by uh, by the things he said. As I said, the only thing that disturbed me a little bit was his nonsense about he wanted Peter Sellers to play yeah. chance all along, which we know is not true. And, and by the way, that that's an extraordinary film. I hope you feel the same way. Yes, uh, yes. It, it, it again, uh, you know, Hal Ashby. Was able to um, to uh, find just a tone in Peter Sellers' performance um, is performance. so pitch perfect. Yeah, it, it's it's Sellers. It, it, it's heartbreaking. And what I particularly love are those outtakes at the end of the film. Uh huh. Um, the film seems to end, and then it doesn't end. That could almost be a piece out of Jerzy Kaczynski. You know, any any of his novels. Well, so, God knows he would have taken credit for it. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so on that note, let's uh, say very nice talking to you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, and uh, and, and please let me know about any events uh, either in LA or in New York. I will. We, uh, we I will send you a note when we do uh, when we do the screening, and if there is going to be an event at American 10. I certainly would like you to be part of it, but I, I don't know yet, you know, so I, I can't um, I can't give you any more information. Yeah. Well, thank you. Lovely talking to you. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. Bye.